Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What I'm trying to say is, oh yeah, and I got kind of fumbled up there. I guess I'm excited because it's Thanksgiving. It's that time of year. We're all around it. We're in it. We're doing it. And uh, I want to wish you thank happy Thanksgiving. We're going to be talking about uh, that holiday on this show, amongst some other things. Um, boy, wait till you hear this. There's been a murder. And uh, it involves something that might shock you. It's not the murder of a human being. It's the murder of something maybe even more precious than a human being, if that's even possible. Wait till you hear the gory details. Um, Like I said, we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving here today. Um, The traditions and uh, all the uh, hoopla surrounding it. And then also... um, We're going to be talking about uh, bin Laden, Osama bin Laden. There's details coming out about how they released his body into the ocean. And my thing is, is that sanitary? Is that good? Do we want a terrorist floating around in our oceans like a bobbing loaf of poo? It's wrong, in my opinion. So we're going to chit-chat about that and, uh, and other things. But today we're giving thanks. I give thanks to you, my listeners, my pavement pounders, it's great to have you here on the Harland Highway! <laughs> you just made a wrong turn. Would you kindly shut your mouth? Onto the Harland Highway. Oh, it's lovely. It's just lovely. The Harland Highway. Hi, Harland. I'm Teddy Ruxpin, and I'm your friend. Riding down the Harland Highway. I'm not your daddy. It's Thanksgiving, boys and girls. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. Happy Thanksgiving. What a treat. What a treat. Uh, I hope you're having a good one. It's that time of year where we give thanks for the Harland. We give thanks for all the things in our lives. Friends, our family, our cash, our cars. Our spirituality, our uh, whatever. You know, you you, you give thanks for your uh, coconut cream pie for all I care. Just give thanks. I wonder if there's people that are out there like, hey, man, don't tell me what to do. I don't have to give thanks for anything, man. You know, you people are lucky I was born. You're lucky I'm here, man. How about give thanks for me, okay? Don't tell me what I have to do. I don't care if it's Thanksgiving. I'll do what I want. This is my life. Um, and uh, you're probably uh, like a lot of people. You're uh, you're with your family. You're with your friends. You get together. You put on the big feast. And uh, you, you stuff your belly full of food. Right? It's kind of weird that, that that's a given. And it's really this is a this is a time of year where maybe you shouldn't give thanks for Thanksgiving if you're dieting because it's almost impossible. I mean, there's people listening right now that are on a diet and they're like, "Ah, screw it, give me another pie." What? Yeah, I'll have another turkey leg. Screw it. What? Yeah, give me another mountain of mashed potatoes. I thought you were dieting. Yeah, I am. It's called an all-you-can-eat diet. How does it work? You just eat everything. 
Give me some more cranberries, for Christ's sake. That's an interesting diet. How much weight have you lost? I've gained 400 pounds. It's great. It's fail-proof. Wow, excellent. Shut up and let me eat your face. (laughs) You know, it's just like, you can't do it, man. You got to set the diet aside. If if you've got the willpower to not eat on Thanksgiving, you're you're uh, you should be the president. You should be uh you should be giving lectures. You should be uh you should have your own infomercial. Something. You should be a, a world superpower. Uh, it's kind of like, it, it's almost an excuse to break your diet. You're like, ooh, I'm going to work out, I'm going to diet just up until Thanksgiving. And then I can break it. It's like, you ever do this? You ever go to the movies? You ever go to the, catch a movie at a movie theater? And there's really nothing that great playing. But you're just jonesing for those stupid snacks. Right, you want to sit in the dark and shovel popcorn and hot dogs into your mouth and suck back a giant jug of Coke. That's it. That's like that's Thanksgiving, man. It's just like give it to me. So there you go. And turkeys, you get you know, you should give thanks as turkeys. Turkeys got to give. Th- I mean, you know, listen. I know you're thinking, well, what are you talking about, man? Everybody, turkeys die at Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, thank God you're not a chicken. Okay, that's why a turkey should give thanks. Thank God you're not a cow or a pig or a sheep. Turkeys have one big spike during the year, Thanksgiving. Maybe Christmas, two big spikes. Those are the days if you're a turkey, you got to hide behind some bushes. When humans start giving thanks, get behind some bushes, and when it's the birth of Christ Savior the Lord who created all things, including animals, hide behind some bushes. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for creating me, Lord, so you could eat me on your birthday. Um, so uh, whatever you're doing, happy Thanksgiving, and as always... As is a tradition here at the Harland Highway, at the end of the show, we will play the Thanksgiving turkey song. Um, and, uh, you know, you can groove out to that at the end of the show. It's kind of a weird, kooky song I found on the internet. and I don't know. I just, something catchy about it. I play it every year at Thanksgiving. So we, we got to keep that going. Um,. But for now, let's move on. Let's get into the, the the meat and potatoes and the turkey stuffing of the Harland Highway podcast. Here we go. Cat, cat, in French, chat chapeau. Good. In Spanish, you're a gato in a sombrero. Mm. In German, you're a katza in a hut, I also know. You're a gunka in a bunker, conky in Eskimo. Why, George, I think he's got it. I think he's got what? I'll tell you what he's got. A monkey. What? Uh, we got a monkey killer on the loose, ladies and gentlemen. You're like, what? No. <gasps> yeah. Check this one out, man. Talk about a demented world. Some guy broke into a zoo, tried to steal a monkey. <laughs> the monkey bit him, and he killed it. 
What in the name of hell? Some guy in Boise, Idaho, a 22-year-old guy, clubbed a monkey to death with a tree branch. Um, this idiot, uh, this idiot was like distraught and, uh, he'd been fighting with his wife and, you know, he, he didn't like his job and I guess he worked at a soup factory and, uh, this guy was what you call an onion bagger. That, that was his thing. He says, I was a general laborer. He said, I bagged onions um, I mean, I guess what more could we expect from an onion bagger, right? So this guy, uh, he goes into the zoo. He's been out drinking, of course, you know, because who could steal a monkey uh, sober? That's dangerous work. Um, so this guy, uh, Michael J. Watkins, enter- enters the zoo on Saturday morning, he manipulated a lock to get into this uh, primate enclosure. And he removed a patus monkey. I don't know what a patus monkey is, but, you know, it's still a monkey. So he removed a patus monkey by wrapping it in his jacket. Okay? And he said to the police, he said, I'm, I was going to throw the monkey outside the fence. So maybe it sounds like he was going to free the monkey. It sounds like he was breaking into the zoo to do this patus monkey a favor. Um, and he wasn't able to get the, the thing over the fence, so the monkey bit him. So here's this guy trying to free a patus monkey, and the monkey shows his gratitude by biting the guy, you know, he bites the 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 uh, onion bagger. <laughs> Hell no, man! You ain't you ain't taking me outside. I'm gonna bite this onion bagger, man. So he he bites the onion bagger as he's being abducted, and the onion bagger gets upset. He's like, "Shit, no, that monkey just didn't bite me." So the guy grabs a tree branch and bashes the monkey in the head and the neck. The hell? Great rescue job, dude. We should have sent you in to get Osama. Um so a security guard sees this thing and uh he, he goes in and uh, intervenes here and the monkey dies. And so this guy's I don't know I don't know what the uh, what the criminal charges are. I don't know what the jail time is for a monkey murderer. But uh looks like the guys are going to get accused of killing livestock or other animals valued at more than $150. Excuse me. I'm sorry, but someone's got to stand up for the patas monkey. I think they're worth more than $150, ladies and gentlemen. When was the last time you bought a patas monkey? I'm sure they're worth more. I mean, I for $150, I can get a massage. You're telling me for $150, instead of a massage, I could go out and get a patas monkey? I mean, $150 is a family dinner at Olive Garden. I would I would surely pass up a dinner at Olive Garden with my family if I could get my hands on a patas monkey. Are you kidding me? So this guy could get up to 10 years in prison for the burgl- burglary 
and 14 years in prison for the grand theft charge. Can you imagine this guy in prison, stuck in with all these criminals? They're they're up there on Grand Theft Auto, and this guy's on Grand Theft Patas. Are you kidding? You know what they do to to monkey killers in jail? You know what they do to to people who abuse children and child molesters? Prisoners don't like those guys, man. Okay, prisoners, hardcore murderers and drug dealers, even they shun child abusers and perverts. They kill them, man. They beat them up. They have to. They have to put those guys in a different area of the prison. So, how do you think this onion bagger's gonna do when he shows up in prison and he's a he's a patas monkey killer? Because monkeys are just like hairy children, right? This kid's. This guy's done for. Holy smokes! Um. So what else went on here? They they, they interviewed the uh, the guy's wife. Um, they interviewed this guy's wife, and uh, she this is this is what she had to say. Okay, he's not a malicious monkey murderer. How often in in your life did, did you hear your wife say that? How often out there, ladies, have you had to defend your man? He's not a monkey murderer, I swear. He's a good guy. He's not a he's just a simple onion bagger. He's not a monkey murderer. Stop it. Just stop labeling him. So the wife goes on to say, I'm thinking the monkey attacked him and he just tried to defend himself. I don't think he ever intended to kill it. He's just not that kind of guy. Well, dude, what the hell were you doing in the zoo? You hit a monkey in the head with a branch. Yeah, I think you are trying to kill a monkey. What? What is it, a love tap? So there you go, man. I, I'm going to boycott onions and soup in memory of the patas monkey. Um... So it's Thanksgiving. Stick to, you know, go go bag a turkey. You don't need to go have a patas monkey on the on the Thanksgiving table, okay? So Thanksgiving, we give thanks that the onion bagger is in jail and hopefully our patas monkeys are having a nice Thanksgiving dinner with the remainder of what's left of their wonderful Patas family. Cat, hat, in French chat chapeau, in Spanish, El Gato in a sombrero. In German, I'm a Katze in a hoot, and don't you know, I'm a Guanca in a bunker quunk. In Eskimo, you're a Guanca in a bunker quunk in Eskimo? Right! He's a Guanca in a bunker quunk in Eskimo. Is that Wonka, 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 wonkin' Eskimo. Uh, speaking of um, wacky uh, nationalities, um, did you hear about uh, they, uh, they're giving out the details now of uh, Bin Laden's burial at sea? Um, 
And uh, I got some questions about that. Do you think they really dumped uh, Osama bin Laden into the ocean? Is, is, is there a reason for that? Do you think they're just saying that? I mean, think about it. They saved Hitler's brain. They, they looked for Hitler uh, and Stalin. They've got Stalin's brain, and they've got Einstein's brain, and they've got all these people that they save. And uh, you got to wonder if somewhere in a laboratory in a bunker under the earth in Colorado somewhere, there's Obama's brain is plugged into some electrodes and it's sitting in a jar of formaldehyde, just pulsing, sending out bad thoughts to the world. Um, so I don't know. I'm a little suspicious that they just, you know, throw that guy back in the sea. Um, and you got you got a figure. I mean, you got no control over where the thing goes, right? They bandaged it. Apparently, they bandaged it all up. They wrapped it and they washed it. And you know, the the sea doesn't care what you put in it. The sea the sea does what it wants with things. So who knows? You know, for all we know, Osama bin Laden could be washed up on a beautiful tropical beach in Tahiti right now. He could be somewhere in Fiji resting underneath some coconut trees on some beautiful white sand, you know, living it up on a paradise island. That's not the kind of ending that guy deserves. Or maybe he's uh, floating around in the harbor in New York, taking in the sights and sounds. Oh, look, there's the Statue of Liberty. I missed that one. I should have blown up that little puppy. You know, who knows what that guy's up to? It's crazy. Um, and then you got to wonder, you know, if he if he's still bobbing around down deep. You know, what if, what if they sunk him, like, right to the bottom, and one day in the future one of these uh, IMAX movie uh, submarines goes down there. The mysteries of the deep. Deep, deep down below the very bottom of the ocean, there are creatures and octopi that we have never seen before. And as we come around the crevasse, there's Osama bin Laden. Right? Because the cold, the cold water at the bottom of the ocean preserves everything. If anything drops down there, it kind of stays the way it is because it's so cold. You imagine you uh you know you finally get to the very bottom of the ocean and there's Osama bin Laden sitting on a rock. It's like that statue of the thinker, right? He's naked sitting there with his fist under his chin thinking about where everything went wrong. You know this afterlife isn't so good at the bottom of the ocean. Maybe I should have rethunk the whole 9/11 thing. Oh well, Maybe some more calamari will help me forget. Right? Or imagine the, you know, what if the guy got eaten by a shark? Can you imagine is the shark's buddies in the shark school? Yeah, excuse me, you you did what, man? You ate what? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know till I got to the beard. I just ate Osama bin Laden. Oh, dude, that's bad karma, man. Yeah, I know. I I should have known, man. I should. I mean, this guy was over six feet tall, tasted like a dialysis machine. 
I wasn't until I got the beard stuck in my teeth. I swear to God, had I known, I wouldn't have eaten them. Oh, dude, you're you're going to hell, man. You got you gotta you gotta turd out that oh you gotta turd out that terrorist, dude. I know I got a big terrorist turd coming up, man. Big fat terrorist loaf. Oh, dude, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, well, thank God the beard's gone. So I don't know, man. Did you really want to put that guy in the ocean? And you know, I, listen, I'm I'm a I'm a public citizen. You're a public citizen of the world. You know, it's bad enough they they pollute the oceans with oil spills and uh, people dumping their garbage and uh, sewage and heroin needles and Dr Pepper cans. Now now I got to worry about uh, you know I go for a dip down in uh, Tallahassee, Florida. You know. Like, oh, what a great day for a little dip. You know, maybe maybe I'll go frolic around in some waves. You know, I'm catching a wave, I'm bodyboarding, I'm doing the backstroke, and I hear feel something nudge up against me. What the hell is that? Oh, just a terrorist. Oh, that's Osama bin Laden bumping into me. I couldn't have stepped on an old broken bottle. I had to have this guy bump into me. Great. Nice to meet you, dude. Um, you know, what right do they have to drop a body in the ocean? Isn't that what the mafia does? Yeah, go dump him in the water, man. He sleeps with the fishes now. Our government, the U.S. government's off, off dumping dead bodies in the ocean? No thanks. Maybe, maybe see the guy on sale at some seashell shop down in, you know... Tampa Bay, Florida. There's there's some driftwood, some coral. There's Osama bin Laden up on the wall, shellacked beside the uh, corpse of the alligator they pulled out of the swamp. Wild stuff, man. Wild stuff. So I'm a little suspicious. I I don't think they just get rid of his body like that willy-nilly. For some reason, they, they feel the need to study the criminal mind. They like to take the brain and dissect it and go... How is this brain different from all others? What made this brain the mastermind of 9-11? It's like, who cares? You're really going to get an answer by, you know, they, they carve up these brains like it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you, you know, an appetizer on a cheese plate, right? You ever, you ever get a cheese plate and there's really thin slices of meat? Capraccio or whatever the hell it is. I don't know what that stuff's called. It's like an Italian, it's like raw meat, Capaccio or some name like that. It's like a kind of Italian ham and they slice it into paper thin slices and put it on the plate with cheese. And I just picture that that's what they do with these brains. That's what they did with Einstein's brain and Hitler's brain. They just cut it into these wafer-thin slices. Can you imagine you're at a party? You're at a, a highfalutin Washington party. Would you like some more brie? Perhaps some blue cheese? How about a slice of Bin Laden? Would you like some? Yes, it's delicious with the olive bread, yes. I mean, good Lord. So, yeah, there you go. If you're uh, swimming around, if you're out fishing... You know, watch out. You might catch yourself a Bin Laden. Imagine that. There's some guy in Maine, some guy who's like a lobster fisherman. 
hanging over his fireplace. He's got like a sea trout and a, a grouper and Osama bin Laden's hanging in the den on the wall. Yeah, caught him in 2011. Yeah, didn't put up much of a fight. I think he was already dead by the time I got him in the boat, but he's a keeper. That's a trophy fish right there. Oh, yeah, look at that beard. Nice. All right, well, let's uh, let's move on here. Um, I think it's time. I think it's time we, uh, we're getting near the end of the podcast. I think it's time for us to play the uh, traditional Harland Highway Thanksgiving song. Uh, so you guys can, uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving and, um, be part of the podcast tradition here. So without further ado, here it is, the wacky, weird Thanksgiving song. There it is. There it is. Yes, the tradition continues. The turkey song. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, seriously, have a great uh, time, a great holiday. Enjoy all the things you have in life. Um, on a more somber note, uh, which really drives home the Thanksgiving uh, theme and giving thanks, uh, a friend of mine uh, quite recently and quite suddenly passed away in a uh, tragic car accident. My my racquetball buddy Jake, who uh, was just one of the nicest, friendliest uh, guys I've uh, ever known in my life. A uh, wonderful human being and uh, around 29 years old and uh, just unexpectedly driving down the road was uh, taken from us, hit hit by a car. 
And uh, nothing uh, can be more shocking. Nothing can uh, be more um, poignant when it comes to reminding us how precious our lives are. And I know we all have tough days and we all have uh, tough challenges that sometimes we think are insurmountable. We have relationship problems and money problems and social problems and all the things that seem to stack up. But uh, just remember... um, No matter what's going on, it can all be taken away in a blink of an eye. So please give thanks, honestly, for uh, for all the things you have, and don't let life uh, pile up on you. Remember, nothing's that bad. I think if you uh, if you look at your problems today and ask yourself, "Well, will this matter to me a year from now? Will I even be thinking about this?" Chances are, you won't be. So uh, so let it go. Enjoy every day. It is precious. Give thanks. And uh, I give thanks for my friend Jake, for his friendship, for the time he was here. And uh, God bless him. And God bless you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, if you're not having turkey, well, I'm guessing you're having a great big bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. Well, what do you know? A ham sandwich. Oh.